Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The 80%. Today, we'll talk about goals, particularly why it is important to have financial goals. Bakit ito yung topic natin? Unfortunately, Marami kasi sa atin ang basta-basta na lang nagsisave at basta-basta na lang nag-i-invest. And doing this leads to many disadvantages. By the end of this episode, you'll learn how to set smarter goals. And you'll learn what is and how to apply the principle of matching when it comes to investing. Ready ka na ba? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte and I'm a registered financial planner. I've been giving financial advice since 2007 and in this podcast, I'll share with you interesting money stories, effective financial habits, lessons on entrepreneurship, productivity tips, practical investing strategies, and many more. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. There was this one time around August last year, nakatambay ako sa isang coffee shop kasama ko yung isa kong friend. It was around 4pm and we were waiting for our other friends to arrive from their work para makapag-dinner kami and then manunood kami ng sine. I was just browsing through Facebook on my phone nang bigla nagtanong si Peter, yung friend ko. Sabi niya, Fitz, saan ba maganda mag-invest ngayon? Hmm, depende. Para saan ba yung pera mo? Tanong ko. Ha? Anong ibig mong sabihin? Sagot ni Peter. Tapos sabi niya, May extra kasi akong 50,000 pesos na nasa bangko lang. Kaya gusto ko sanang i-invest kasi wala pa akong naiisip na paggagamitan ng pera. Ah, okay. Simple lang yan. Sagot ko sa kanya. Kung hindi mo alam kung saan mo gagamitin yung 50,000 pesos, mas maganda siguro na i-donate mo na lang sa Red Cross. At least nakatulong ka pa, di ba? Natawa bigla si Peter. Siguro kasi akala niya, joke lang yung sagot ko. Well, oo naman, biro lang yon pero medyo seryoso rin ako. Kasi, ganun ka-importante para sa akin ang may goal ka kapag gusto mong mag-invest. So, inexplain ko sa kanya. Ganito kasi yan, Peter. Ang pera, ginagamit natin yan para bilhin o gawin yung mga gusto natin. Ngayon, kung may pera ka, pero wala naman siyang purpose para sa'yo, edi mas magandang ibigay mo na lang sa iba para makatulong. At this point, medyo confused ng reaction ng friend ko. Nakakunot na yung noo niya at saka hindi niya na alam ko anong isasagot niya sa akin. Tatanungin ulit kita, Peter, sabi ko. Yung 50,000 pesos na pera mo, saan mo siya balak gamitin in the future? Pang-travel mo ba yan sa summer? Pambili ng bagong cellphone sa Pasko? Nag-iipon ka ba ng pang down payment para makabili ng kotse o kondo? Para saan ba yung pera? Alam nyo, parati akong natatanong yan, saan ba magandang mag-invest? And I always answer that question with another question, which is, 
Para saan ba yung pera? Because as a financial planner, it's important for me to know your financial goals before I can confidently give advice on what you should do with your money. Sa case ng friend ko, eventually sinabi ni Peter na siguro pwede niyang gamitin yung pera para iparenovate yung bahay nila this summer. Naisip kasi niya na may Christmas bonus at saka 13th month pay pa naman siya, so yun yung una niyang balak na gamitin para sa renovation. Pero, ang sabi ko sa kanya, yung perang yon yung 13th month pay at saka Christmas bonus, wala pa yun sa'yo. Sa December pa yun dadating. At least, yung 50,000 pesos, sabi ko, hawak na niya yon at pwede na niyang itabi yon para sa balak niyang renovation. May point naman ako, di ba? But anyway, since ngayon, alam ko na kung para saan yung 50,000 pesos niya, ang sabi ko, ilagay na lang niya yon sa time deposit. Doon na lang niya i-invest, lalo na ngayon na ang mga banks, meron ng as short as 30 days na term for a time deposit. And at least doon, mas malaki kesa sa interest ng savings account ang makukuha niya. Now, imagine, what if hindi ko tinanong kung para saan yung pera? At sinabi ko na lang sa kanya na i-invest na lang niya sa stock market. Ano sa tingin mo ang mangyayari? Nako, malamang galit sa akin si Peter dahil bagsak ang stock market ngayon at lugi yung 50,000 pesos na investment niya. Mahalaga ang may financial goal, lalo na kapag gusto mong mag-invest. But there's a correct way to set goals. Hindi pwedeng ang goal mo lang ay umaman or ang goal mo lang ay lumaki ang pera mo. The proper way to do it is to set smarter goals. As early as the 1960s, There's already research being done on the power of setting goals as it relates to productivity and performance in an organization. And in 1981, an issue of Management Review contained a paper by George Doran entitled, There's a Smart Way to Write Management's Goals and Objectives. Yung word na smart, it was written as an acronym, as in S-M-A-R-T, which at that time, stood for the five qualities that a goal should have. Pero, 2020 na ngayon, and when it comes to personal finance, I believe that we should be smarter with our financial goals. Yung SMARTER, acronym din yon, S-M-A-R-T-E-R. And what does this acronym mean? Yan ang isi-share ko sa inyo ngayon. S means specific, and One way to know if your goal is specific is to test if it's subject to many interpretation. For example, kung ang goal mo ay magkaroon ng maraming pera, that's subject to different interpretations. Tanungin mo yung nagtitinda ng fishbowl sa kanto at siguro ang may isip ni Manong ang goal mo ay magkaroon ng isang milyon? Pero kapag ang tinanong mo ay anak ni Henry C., ang may isip siguro niya ay gusto mo magkaroon ng isang bilyon. Ngayon, kung ang goal mo, for example, ay makabili ng bahay sa Ayala, Alabang, kahit sinong tanungin mo, isa lang ang may isip nila, and that is, gusto mo magkaroon ng bahay sa Ayala, Alabang. So that's letter S. Your goal should be specific. Yung letter M naman, that means measurable. And when it comes to financial goals, this means that you have a target amount of money that you want to achieve. Sabi nga natin sa episode 4 nitong podcast, it's hard to improve what you don't measure. And that applies here too. When it comes to financial goals, 
it's hard to hit a target that you cannot see. Yung bahay sa Ayala Labang, for example, that's a specific goal. Pero, magkano ba ang kailangan mong pera para mabili yun? Uh, 10 million? 20 million? Knowing the estimate price of your goal is how you make it measurable. Now, letter A, which means attainable. This only means na dapat realistic yung goal mo. Kasi kung napaka-imposible ng gusto mo mangyari given your current situation, then baka mawalan ka ng gana or motivation along the way. For example, kung gusto mo ng bahay sa Ayala Labang worth 20 million pesos pero minimum wage earner ka, siguro ang mas magandang goal mo muna ay magkaroon ng isang million sa bangko. Pag na-achieve mo na yon, then check if mas realistic na sa situation mo ang makabili ng bahay sa Ayala Labang. If not, then just work on another goal that will help you get closer to that ultimate dream of yours. Sa ang letter na tayo, uh, S-M-A-R-R, so R na tayo, which means relevant. In other words, dapat may sense yung goal mo with respect sa mga plano mo sa buhay. For example, what if ang goal ko ay makabili ng isang Hollywood mansion? Hindi ito relevant sa akin kasi wala naman akong balak tumira sa Amerika. So, walang purpose para sa akin na magkaroon ng bahay doon, lahat na isang mansion pa sa Hollywood. Ano ang example ng isang relevant goal for me? Siguro yung makabili ng isang rental apartment uh, somewhere na malapit ko sana ako nakatira. Kasi makakatulong yon na magbigay sa akin ng passive income kapag nag-retire na ako sa pagtatrabaho. Now, letter T stands for time-bound, which means kailangan may target date yung financial goal natin. Your dream should have a deadline because this will help you stay motivated and it allows you to create target milestones or mini-goals along the way. For example, yung balak mong bumili ng 20 million pesos worth na bahay sa Ayala Labang in 10 years' time, nako, edi dapat nakakaipon ka ng at least 20 million divided by 10 or 2 million pesos every year, yun yung annual target amount na dapat naiipon mo. Tapos na tayo sa S-M-A-R-N-T. At this point, our goals are already smart. But how do you make it smarter? Anong ibig sabihin ng E at nung last R? We'll continue after this quick break. Hello everyone, let's take a quick break from the episode because I want to tell you about an article that I wrote last month. It's a list of websites that offer free online courses. If there's something that you've always wanted to learn, then you should check out this list that I created. Baka merong libreng online course doon na gusto mong pag-aralan. You can check out the article and see the list at bit.ly slash websites. Again, that's bit.ly slash Learn online websites, dikit-dikit and all small letters. That link will take you to my blog and you'll see the list that I created. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. So far, we've learned the meaning of SMART. S for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for relevant, and T for time-bound. Now, let's make our goals smarter. 
E stands for exciting. This means dapat yung goal mo, it's something that you really want to attain. As in, gustong gustong gusto mo talaga siya na makuha. And yung tipong napapangiti ka na lang hanggang tenga kapag naiimagine mo ang sarili mo na na-achieve mo na siya. Lastly, yung huling R, it stands for recorded. A recorded goal means it's not just something in your head. As in, dapat nakasulat yung goal mo and nire-remind mo yung sarili mo every so often about it. Minsan kasi, pwede tayong ma-distract from our goals. Pwede tayong mawala ng focus. That's why it's important to regularly remind ourselves and also take the time to review our goals. This is also the reason why your goal should be measurable because you need to measure and record your progress. This way, you can see if you're on the right track or if you need to adjust your plans in order to achieve your goals. And that's it. That's how you should create your goals, how you make it smarter. Your goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound, exciting, and recorded. So, bakit nga ba kailangan na may financial goals tayo? Tapos, kailangan smarter pa. What's the purpose of this? If you don't have financial goals, you are at risk of spending your money unnecessarily. For example, yung friend ko na may 50,000 pesos, kung wala siyang financial goal, which is para sa renovation nga ng bahay nila, I'm sure magagasas niya yung pera na yon sooner or later sa ibang bagay. Siguro kapag nagkaroon ng seat sale, nako, bibili yun ng plane tickets. Pero dahil meron siyang financial goal, magdadalawang isip na ngayon yon na gumastos. Kasi tatanungin niya na ngayon ang sarili niya, ano bang mas importante sa akin ang makapagparenovate ng bahay o makapag-travel? Ngayon, kapag ang sagot niya ay makapag-travel, then there's really nothing wrong with choosing that. Pera naman niya yon eh. But of course, now, he will be fully aware of what he is sacrificing with that financial decision. Pero I'm sure mas pipiliin niya yung renovation kasi matagal at madalas ko na marinig sa kanya na gusto niyang ipaayos yung likod at gilid ng bahay nila. Now, when it comes to investing, having a financial goal is really important. I would even dare say na it's necessary because your financial goal is what will dictate where you should invest your money. This is the principle of matching. Hindi matching as in ungoya, but matching as in match or kapareho. The matching principle states that the best way to minimize financial risk is to match the time period of an asset or investment to the time period of your financial goal. For example, money for short-term goals should be invested in short-term investments, which usually happens to be low-risk investments also, such as time deposits. For your medium-term goals, you should invest in medium-term investments, which are oftentimes moderate-risk investments also, like mutual funds. And then for your long-term goals, such as for your retirement, then you should invest in long-term instruments such as uh, the stock market or real estate. This is the reason why I told Peter, yung friend ko, na ilagay na lang niya sa time deposit yung 50,000 pesos. 
Kasi, yung goal niya na renovation, it was only 7 months away at that time. So, short-term goal yon. Personally, any goal that's less than 2 years is a short-term goal. So, lahat ng pera na balak mong gamitin within 2 years, dapat na sa isang low-risk investment lang. Ang medium-term goal naman, that's between 2 to 5 years. Or if you want to be more conservative about it, I'd say if your goal is between 2 to 7 years, then your money should be in a moderate risk investment. Lastly, if your target date is after 7 years or more, then that's already a long-term goal and you can confidently invest in high-risk instruments such as the stock market or an equity fund or even real estate because your time horizon allows you to ride through market volatilities. So, what have we learned today? First, it's important to have financial goals because it helps you make better financial decisions such as avoiding unnecessary spending and in choosing the best investment. Second, when setting your financial goals, you should be smarter about it. This means you should create goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound, exciting, and it should be recorded so you can easily remind yourself about it and more importantly, track your progress. Lastly, when it comes to investing, you should always apply the principle of matching, which by basic definition means low-risk investments for short-term goals, moderate-risk investments for medium-term goals, and high-risk investments for long-term goals. And that's our episode for this week. Mukhang naparami tayo ng kwento today. Kaya gusto ko magpasalamat sa iyo dahil nakinig ka hanggang dulo. Thank you very much for listening and if you'd like to read the show notes, you can check the description of this episode for the link or you can just visit bit.ly slash the 80%. If you still haven't done so, then please remember to follow or subscribe and share this podcast to your friends. Lastly, for comments and suggestions, please use hashtag the 80% on your social media posts so that I can find and read them online. That's it! So this is your financial planner, Fitz Villafuerte, saying goodbye and I hope to have you here again next week. Take care and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 